good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Cody Cuff, Hidney Cutter, dude. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot, and we discuss local and national and Native news and events. And as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You're right, Robert. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Like I've said over and over again, uh, great work that they do and also a big supporter of Native Roots Radio for the past six years. So we just want to also give them a big shout out, all the great work they do all around Turtle Island. Hey, we have a couple guests today, but we're going to start off with John Williams, and he's the VP of Development with the Native American Community Development Institute. And I, uh, you've been on the show before, but I don't think I was hosting. So uh, I heard the interview, and I also heard some some fun facts about you when you came to the cities uh, at first and uh, worked with uh, what, what was it called again? The Dolls, Ballet uh, uh, of the Dolls. Yeah, and I had a friend, Julia Tavine, that I went to high school with in junior high that was in that. Yes, she oh. was. I've I've known Julie for thirty some years. I I, mm-hmm. I haven't checked. I I don't know where she's at right now. Um, you know how things happen. But yeah, she was our lead dancer. She was gorgeous. Yeah, and beautiful a real, and a real uh real athlete and a uh, uh, real good person. And I am still Facebook friends with her. So um, oh, if you well, can creep, creep on creep on my Facebook and friend her because she's only got a <laughs> few. <laughs> yeah. well, hey, uh, you, guys. you know, there's a lot of things I want to talk to you about. Uh, and yeah. we, we run in each other on Thursdays and, you know, film. Uh, I'm just really, before we get to talking about uh, Native American Community Development Institute, I just want to say uh, I am so pumped. And uh, with this movie, uh, uh, The Flowers, uh, that's coming up with uh, Leonardo and Lily and, uh, uh, yeah. the, you Killers know, and, the flower moon. yeah. And, uh, the, the trailer, the last trailer that came out, there's like three or four of them. And the last one really made me cry almost to really was hit emotions. Well, it's Martin Scorsese, right? So it's going to be this intense piece and Robert, I'm so excited. You still want to do that. I talked to Juliana and, uh, so we want to do a, just a show for the, to celebrate the opening of that. Weren't we going to do one before it opened and yeah. then come back after it opened? Yeah. I thought that's how we did it anyway, but we want to talk about, uh, I just bought a book called seeing red. It's about representation of native Americans in film from silent era from the history of film. So the John mm-hmm. Wayne Indians, and, um, I just started reading it. It's fascinating. Well, and it's interesting about that, too, is uh, the Native Americans, along with the African-Americans, had their own production company and were doing their own uh, movies until a certain time in history where we all got blacklisted and the white narrative took over. But uh, that's what oh. I think is really interesting, too, with uh, with with us. I'd like to learn more about that. Well, tune into our show and no, wait, you'll be a guest. Wait, never mind. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, let's well, do know, it, Robert. It'll be fun. What we're, John, what we're trying to do too, and I've reached out uh, to a couple local theaters is do a fundraiser for uh, Native American Community Clinic and maybe even NACTI, um, where we could do a showing and have a party uh, also for uh, the movie the night it comes out. But one of the things that I didn't realize is the movie's three hours and 30 minutes. Yeah. 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 So that, that might be a little more difficult to, to remember that when we were younger, Robert movies were longer. Yeah. We have, remember well, intermissions. 
Yeah, that's right. Wow. I didn't know you were my age, John. That's crazy. Uh, well, also, you know, the movies are so different in the theater, too. I remember seeing a long movie, which I consider one of the best movies, The Godfather, in the theater on its 25th anniversary. So this must have been in the early 90s uh, or yeah. 98 or 93 yeah. or something like that. And uh, what a different movie. What a different movie it is to see in the theater because I was only young enough to see it on video. Well, you know, we do have that disagreement about that film. Yeah, and I'll, I'll right. probably get hate mail for it, but I am not a Godfather fan. Well, can you uh, give everyone your email real quick? So, no, I'm just <laughs> I'll let it come to the show. You guys can pass it along. Exactly. Well, Sorry. that's exciting. We should strategize and maybe try and get something going because I think it would be really interesting not only to do the radio show prior and after the movie, but also mm-hmm. to have some sort of fundraiser community event because I think there's going to be a lot of um decompression afterwards and and we should talk about it as a community yeah i i agree and i'm you know me and what i do so i'm always up to raise funds in the native community so let just let me know what i can do yeah well i'll i'll shoot out because i think it'd be awesome if we could uh uh rent a theater invite people and make it a make it a um a fundraiser for you know Native American Community Clinic and your community and yours, and we'll we'll pump it out here on Native Ritz Radio and promote it. Well, it's going to be seen, and and uh, I I just have this sense, even though I'm cynical, that they're going to do well by the story. Yeah, what I've read too, uh, and one of the things that they flipped it because when they did, went through the readings, Leonard. Or uh, uh, Leonardo. Leonardo, thank you. Oh, thank you, Haley. The producer is here for my <laughs> pronunciations. I love that. Um, changed. He flipped the thing because it originally was written uh, in the FBI's eyes. You know, because it was the beginning mm-hmm. of the FBI, and they changed right. it in the Native American eyes. And George Floyd happened. Uh, Black uh, Wall Street came uh, to the forefront, and these guys went, we need to change this narrative, and that's what they did. And it, it got a 45-minute standing ovation at the end in cons. Hmm. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Right on. Hey, so let's talk a little bit about what you do and uh, talk about the avenue and uh, things that are coming up uh, with the Native American yeah. community development. Yeah. Thank you, Robert. Yeah. So just uh, my role at NACTI is that I uh, raise the money for the organization. So I spend a lot of time writing grants and I work with our donors and we work with city and county and state organizations to help us do our programming. And so um, that is my job. Um, lots of help from the team. We do things um, collaboratively and uh, by consensus at MACD. And um, that has really improved the quality of my writing and my work. And we're, and we're doing pretty good. Uh, uh, we're out there and we're, um, we're uh, healthy and we've got the most amazing staff. I have to say, we just did some strategic planning for the organization last week. And it doesn't happen often in your career, but you know when you've been in a room and you know you're surrounded by people that are at the top of their game. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had that happen? And, and it's so pleasing. It's like I'm working with the good people. Yeah, I've been around. I don't know if if I've had that experience, but I've been around doers and uh, whether it's fundraising or things like that, people that are doers. And I've gotten that feeling. Yeah. So um, let me tell you a couple things that happening. The um, the first thing that's happening is this Thursday, you guys at our farmers market. Robert, I hope you, I hope you guys will be there. But Simone Rendon, who owns and operates Edible Arts, she's a vendor, a frequent vendor at the market. And um, she is going to do a food demo on how to make elderberry gummies. Wow. Wow. So, you know, we use elderberry. Lots of people use it for colds, for respiratory, you know, all of that stuff. It has uh, and it's good for you. But she'll be doing uh, I think that just sounds so interesting. Yeah. Um, 
Why don't we uh, take a quick break and, uh, and and fill everybody else? And that's kind of a good little teaser. And we'll we'll take a quick break. And do you have time for another couple a couple minutes to bring this up? And then I of course. Perfect. Hey, you're listening to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and I'm going to be, and we're going to be right back after this short message. Ho! We are your relatives. We are your relations. Brothers. Sisters. Sons. Daughters. And and some some of us are your grandchildren. We are your community. Historically, we held places of honor and respect. Because of the impact of colonization, some of us are rejected, thrown out from family, friends, and community, set up as targets for sexual violence, sex trafficked, humiliated, tortured, and murdered. Everybody has the right to be safe. We are your relatives. Remember, homophobia is not traditional. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Did you know there are easy ways to support your child's brain development during their critical early years from age 0 to 3? Little Moments Count is a website which provides tools to help parents engage in simple, everyday activities like talking, playing, reading, and singing with their children. Visit littlemomentscount.org for resources and support in giving your child a strong foundation for a lifetime of learning. That's littlemomentscount.org. littlemomentscount.org. Be a vaccinative. It's time to come together and talk about the urgent need to stay up to date on COVID-19 vaccinations to protect our heritage, our loved ones, and our future. Throughout history, we have always faced challenges, and today we must protect our culture and loved ones. This is our opportunity to ensure that our tribal gatherings once again resound with joy and celebration where the echoes of our ancestors guide our steps. It's a chance to care for our elders, cherishing their wisdom and stories for generations to come. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective. Let us unite resilient as ever and show the world the strength of the Native American community. Together, we shape a future where our traditions thrive, our children learn from our ancestors, and our people flourish once more. So be a vaccinative and learn more about staying up to date with your COVID vaccinations at health.state.mn. That's health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Hi, this is Representative Sharice Davids from Kansas. I'm Ho-Chunk, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by J.S. Bean Factory off Randolph Avenue in St. Paul. Native-owned, bringing us the best coffee keeping us awake i am awake and i'll tell you uh i love the, uh, steve's blend and i say that every time you read that uh my mouth waters and i'm old now you know i'm a baby elder so i have to watch how much coffee i drink but i still love it <laughs> hey we're here with john williams and he is the vp of development with the native american community development institute and we were just doing a little quick teaser about what's happening here at the market on thursday and uh uh, we love a community and seeing community. We we have Brooke LaFleur that's going to be on next, and I know she tables at your uh, at the Four Sisters too uh, from time to time. So really, uh, this is just a jam packed uh, uh, Franklin Avenue, Minneapolis kind of connection here. Right Show. on. Well, I just have to do a little shout out, Robert. I'm drinking some uh, espresso that I made from the Sumatra beans I purchased from Cow- uh, Powwow Grounds. Yes. Yes. Good call. I, and they have great shirts. And then uh, also they do some fabulous fry bread and fry bread pizza you, that you can uh, that you can purchase on uh, Thursdays. Yeah, they're great. And they have prairie dogs, which is a hot dog wrapped in <laughs> fry bread and fried. And they're amazing. And healthy, I hear, too. I have <laughs> two when I, when I show up. I'm going to listen to that. <laughs> Cool. So, hey, let's uh, talk a little bit again about making those gummies. And uh, yeah, so um, Simone Rendon, uh, Edible Arts, and she's going to go ahead and teach us how to make elderberry gummies. And we can use them this winter. You know, cold and flu seasons upon us. I think it's just a timely and really smart um, way to get people to get. You know, I don't know if it's an essential. What type of herb it is? Elderberry. Um, it is I don't a berry. Know about it. Yeah, it is a berry. Um, so this the syrup I, I've taken before, and it's been helpful. Um, but these will be gummies, and I've never made a gummy before, so it'll be really interesting. 
Yeah, I wonder if that's a ju- well. I I'm just speculating, so I I wouldn't know what what else is going on. I know in October, uh, I we've believe- got a lot, Robert. We've got a lot going on. We've got well, Indigenous Peoples Day is coming up, so right on um, sunrise sunrise ceremony at the Day Macaska. I went last year. It was just beautiful, and lo and behold, as we were breaking up, we saw a McGizzy flyover. Um, they always seem to know when we're gathering. So that was great. Um, and on that same day, you guys, Make Voting a Tradition is going to be over at AIOIC. And we're kind of using that as our Indigenous National Voter Registration Day. Even though we participated in the national um, one earlier this month, we're doing mm-hmm. it for Indigenous people. So we're going to be at AOIC. We're having wild rice soup. We're having fry bread. We're having pumpkin bars. There's going to be tables set up, information tables. We've got great swag. Mm-hmm. Uh, people can register to vote. They can practice voting. We'll have a, a sample ballot there. Uh, bring the family, come and eat with us, learn about Make Voting a Tradition, and get registered to vote. Yeah, it's really important, and I just got to jump in on the Making Voting a Tradition. We talked to Robert Lilligren a, a lot and how important and, and um, game-changing it was the last two uh, cycles, election cycles, that uh, the Native vote all across Turtle Island and especially here in the state of Minnesota, really turned out in a good way. And uh, that's because of uh, the work that your organization does and uh, a couple other ones too. Yeah, well, thank you, Robert. And a shout out to Jolene Jones and Derek DeLille who run that program. Um, Yeah, we are a force to be reckoned with. Um, When we organize and we get together and we know how to do that, um, we can swing an election. The margins have been so tight that very, people are very interested in our work, and and I'm glad we are. It's a great program. Yeah, definitely. And I think I cut into what you were on a roll there about other things that are going on. I think on the 12th too, we have uh, all my relations gallery, a, a new uh, artist coming in. I believe it's yeah, the 12th. Yeah, this is really interesting. It's called Abjijiwan, and uh, it is a collaboration. Um, between two artists, Karen Goulet and Monique Verdon. And it is um, a multimedia exhibition uh, inspired by their research um, about the river and the headwaters of the river and the Delta Mississippi. And they, as I understand it, and, and just to be clear here, I'm a little fuzzy on what it looks like. I haven't seen the pieces yet and they Mm -hmm. don't come in until next week. It opens on the 12th, but then we'll have the installation next week. What, what moves me about it is the way that they're approaching how they, how we are relatives to the river, how the rivers are relative. Mm -hmm. And so I'm very interested and excited to see what those installations are. Um, it, it's it's uh, it's going to be wonderful. Both very accomplished artists, um, and this uh, show will be up um, through January, so yeah. through the holidays. Come down to all my relations arts and and look at these pieces of work about our relation our relationship with the river. Yeah, well, that's exciting. And uh, before we uh, get Brooke on here, uh, any any last thoughts? I'm excited to have that show with you guys, too. And the 20th, I believe, is the opening of uh, Flowers. And uh, we're going to have to have that show beforehand and probably not bring up The Godfather 1 or 2. Or <laughs> 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 We won't bring that one up. That, that we won't bring that one up. All right. That it's not in the canon. All right. Well, thank you, you guys. Um, parting thoughts. Or Robert, have me on any time. I'll talk to Juliana. We'll see you at the market. And, yes. Uh, we'll make it happen. Right on. Thank you so much, John, for coming on. Thank and you. Uh, It's really good. always good to see you, too, at the market. So thanks for stopping in. I appreciate you guys. Right on. See you. Wow. Well, uh, that was awesome. And now we're uh, segueing into uh, Brooke LaFleur, and we're really excited for this young warrior to come on and talk about her event that's happening. And also, Brooke, you're taking over my show. I think you're going to have a guest coming on here soon that you're going to interview. Ho! Um, I'll, I'll let you interview him, um, but I will definitely uh, 
plug all the good things that I know about Dom when he joins us. Um, thank you again for having me back, Robert. Thank you. Right, Haley, right too, you too. <laughs> yeah, right on. So let's talk, let's, let's talk about, uh, and we want to get people out there and people energized about what's coming up. So let's tell our listening audience out there what's happening. For um, Indigenous Peoples Weekend? We are, um, that's coming up now in two weekends, um, October 7th and 8th, we'll be at Harding High School on the east side of St. Paul, and we'll be having a basketball expo um, both days. The first day we're going to have a, a, in the morning, a youth skills camp. And we've got some of the best coaches coming in. So um, it's free. It's for everybody, not just natives. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want anybody to register, um, sign up. There's that QR code if you're watching us on Facebook. If you're listening to us online, um, you can search Linktree Indigenous Peoples Weekend. Um, and you'll see the skills camp, the three-on-three, the five-on-five. If you want to be a vendor, we're still taking vendors a few more days as well. Um, so there's all those things happening that weekend. <laughs> well, we are on 20 other radio stations and we're live here in the Twin Cities. And uh, one of the people that's doing the clinic is a Hall of Fame Madison, Wisconsin basketball player. And so our relatives that are listening to the show out in Madison, why don't we talk a little bit about Jesse? Because that could bring our, our Wisconsin listeners in, too, because uh, Harding's okay. close to the border. Yeah, yeah. The cities are very 30 minutes away from the border east side, right? Um, yeah. Jesse uh, Stomsky-CM, is um, she uh, played basketball here in Minnesota on the Woodbury side, also very close to the border. Um, <laughs> she is a member from, um, what tribe was it? I can't remember in her bio, um, an Oklahoma tribe. And she was just a a standout of her time, of her high school time. She was, um, you know, a standout player, um, post player. And she went on to play at the University of Wisconsin Badgers. Um, That's NCAA Division I basketball. And she was a standout in college, too. Uh, You know, she did great in every category for a post. So great that she earned herself a Hall of Fame. Um, She earned herself into the Hall of Fame as a Badger, um, which is a very competitive school. So that's a, you know, very competitive resume for um, very impressive resume for Jesse. Um, and Brooke, if there's I, any Wisconsin folks coming over, we'd love to have you. Right on. And get an autograph because I believe at last time I looked, it could have changed in the last few years, but she was the second leading scorer in uh, Badger history. That might still be true. I would. I haven't checked um, in recent years, but I know when she got um, into the Hall of Fame, she was. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's a, that's a real deal. And along with yourself and the other coaches that are going to be showing up and uh, giving a clinic. And we all know, uh, at least in my experiences, coaching, whether it's music or whether it's baseball or uh, football, a lot of, a lot of it has to do with the coaching. And, uh, we all put the, our, uh, our, pants on the same way so it's exciting to have uh some good coaching out there and that really makes a difference so brooke that's stay on we got a break happening we're excited for the rest of the show you're listening to native roots radio presents i'm awake and we're here with brooke laflow stay with us It's me, your heart. High blood pressure is serious. And if you think I'm just going to keep ticking away, you're wrong. I can quit whenever I want, but I like my job. Just treat me better. Maybe we can do some exercise on occasion. After all, we're in this together. Don't let your heart quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. You work hard for every cent you make. You have bills and you have goals. Choose a bank that's going to support you along the way. That's fair financial banking. No overdraft fees, no minimum balance. No credit score required. Call 651-262-2173 to talk to a fair financial enroller to open your account today. Keep more of your money. That's fair. Fairfinancial.org. Fair is a program of Prepare Plus Prosper, a nonprofit organization and is not a bank. Banking services are provided by Sunrise Banks and a member FDIC. 
Minnesotans age 65 plus might qualify for Health Partners Minnesota Senior Health Options. The plan includes personal support, coverage for medical prescription drugs and dental, plus over 30 extra benefits. Eligibility information is available at healthpartners.com slash one plan. Health Partners is a health plan that contracts with both Medicare and the Minnesota Medical Assistance Medicaid program to provide benefits of both programs to enrollees. Enrollment in Health Partners depends on contract renewal. J&S Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live and and let howl. Hey, it's Patrick. It seems like all kids do during summer is drag dirt into the house. The good news? The kids are back in school. And fortunately, there is Zero Res. Zero Res is the healthy way to get your home feeling fresh and clean again. Even if your house doesn't look dirty, you need to call Zero Res to remove the dust, dander, and bacteria in your carpet from a summer of fun. Lucky for you, you can score big this month with great savings. Right now, you can get your entire home Zero Resified from Minnesota's Ultimate Carpet Cleaner and get three rooms of carpet cleaned starting at just $149. It's also a perfect time of year to get your air ducts cleaned this month with $100 off your air duct cleaning. An air duct cleaning will help alleviate allergies and asthma. You will enjoy less dust, lower energy bills, and your home will stay cleaner longer. Schedule your appointment today at ZeroResMinnesota.com or by calling 952-ZERO-RES and asking for the AM950 special. Zero Res. With a look at your AM950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Scattered showers possible tonight with a low of 58, then cloudy on Wednesday with a high of 68. Vinaigrette can add the perfect complement to your next home-cooked meal. Taste test their wide selection of oils and vinegars, and they'll bottle it for you right on the spot. Vinaigrette is located at 50th and Xerxes in South Minneapolis. Check them out at vinaigrettemn.com. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Native American Community Development Institute in Minneapolis. Right on. Hey, we're here with Brooke LaFleau and Dominic. And I, before we get going, Brooke, I just uh, jumped onto the Badger uh, uh, website and I just wanted to read this real quick about Jesse and uh, Jesse. Oh, I just lost it for a second. Jesse. Uh, uh, established herself as one of the best players in UW history, ranking in the top five of all time in almost every meaningful statistic category for position. She's second in rebounding and double-doubles, third in scoring and uh, minutes played, fourth in field goal percentage, and fifth in scoring. She was also the uh, freshman of the year in 1999 and uh, Big Ten t- teams 2001, 2002, most valuable player for the Badgers as a junior and senior, a senior and then became uh, a professional basketball player. So that's kind of uh, people you got coming here and working yeah. with our youth. Yeah, yeah. See, I, that's why I couldn't remember all that, Robert, because her, her resume is so extensive. Um, it's been really fun actually writing everybody's bios um, who don't have them um, and just finding out all the cool stuff about all the coaches and the players that are coming um, that weekend. So Jesse's definitely one of those ones who's, uh, you know, uh, credentials are, are really, really far up there. And um, even more, she works for the Prairie Island community now. You know, her, her professional work in the community also speaks a lot of her. Um, yeah. So I, I love people who role model, um, you know, on and off the court. So she's one of those back, people. 
and come back. And so work. is Dom, who joined us. Right. <laughs> so. Hey, that's introduced, Dom Brooke, and uh, I'm going to teach you how to take over my show. So when I retire, you'll be uh, running Native Roots Radio. So that's introduced, Dom. Yeah, sounds good. Um, I don't like to take too much time from people's introductions. So um, Dominic is the founder of Hoop Medicine. Um, I've known Dom for a few years now. So around the Hoop, the Tourney Trails, and um, I'll let you uh, take it from there, Dom. Awesome, awesome. Um, can you hear me? Mm, everything's good. So, uh, Dominic Tiger Cortez. Um, I'm enrolled at uh, Muskogee Creek. Um, I'm in Oklahoma and, and uh, out in the little little old town in Okima. Um, but uh, I was born and raised in Los Angeles, uh, California. And uh, yeah, you know, just um, always had basketball um, culture and and just you know wanting to um, you know keep started back in day one. Dom, uh, Dom uh, you're coming in, coming in and out. I don't know if your headphones aren't charged, but uh, it, we can barely hear you. I'm wondering uh, maybe if you can unplug the headphones and just take it from the laptop because uh, your earbuds okay. are okay. a little soft. Okay. Yeah, I can do, do that. Okay, all right, cool. Hold yeah. on, let me see. Sounds good right now. Sound really good now. Give us, give us a test. Is this good right here? Is this good right here? Yeah, you're you're coming in and out. Just a minor. Uh, let, me let me try it from the speakers. Let me try it from the speakers. Yeah. Well, I, I want to ask Dom when he gets that uh, straightened out. Is how did he come up with such a cool name? Uh, Hoop Medicine is uh, a, a very very cool name, Dom. Uh, that's give us a give us a count. That's serious. Can you guys hear me now? Can you, can you guys hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, okay, cool. All right. I'm sorry about that. I apologize. No problem. So how did you come up with such a cool name? <laughs> yeah, well, Who Medicine, um, you know, it, it's actually, you know, it's actually an acronym for uh, uh, to honor our only passion. And, you know, with, with hooping and playing basketball, um, again, like I kind of was explaining earlier in the intro was just, you know, wanted to keep all my passions together. So as much as it is who, uh, there's so much more, you know, it could really be anything. And, and, and that in itself kind of provides the medicine. Um, and so, uh, yeah, no, I appreciate that. Definitely. I was like in my dorm room at high school thinking of it and I was like, boom, you know, I, like, I got to stick with this thing. I got to, I got to roll with it, you know? So, um, but yeah, no, I appreciate it. Definitely. Thank you. So uh, I, I feel like with Hoop Medicine, too, we talk about uh, community. We talk about skate parks that really bring community. We talk about athletics. Yeah. I, I think it really fits into what you're doing as a coach and how you can help our young ones lead in a good way. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. No, that's the mission. You know, that's the goal is, is to connect with the youth in any way. Um, you know, use basketball. Um for me, it's just been a tool, to be honest. You know, it's been a tool to work with the youth, to see, um, you know, kind of the real issues that are out there, right? Like real ways to connect and, and provide resources. I think that's like the biggest thing. Um, but those come in in many ways as well, right? And, and it could just be, for me, I've been very fortunate and blessed to come and visit a lot of reservations and communities um, and connect with the kids one-on-one, -on -one, you know, and, and uh, um, just develop that connection um, and then use social media in a way to stay connected, right? Like in, 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 a, in a good way. Um, man, it's been, it's been a blessing and it's def definitely honored. Um, and, and, you know, there's so much more work to be done though, too. And, and I think that's where, you know, events like these, what Brooke is doing is just amazing. You know, I'm honored to be a part of that, you know, be a part of that as well. Um, but yeah, no, definitely, you know, we got to come after kids with so many different types of, um, resources because they're so talented, you know, and, and um, they could do anything really, you know, and, and uh, it's really cool to see Just, you know, even to be on, on air with you guys too, I'm on. Yeah, uh, try not move those headphones around because it's given us uh, some loud noise here. One of the things that I always, I used to be a high school teacher and I always told new teachers is that uh, you're going to change somebody's life. You just may not know who, and I think Dom and you and Brooke uh, 
are into that where you are going to be it's not an immediate gratification and you guys are there for the long haul because you never know and one of the things about changing somebody's life you may never know that you changed their life too so uh big kudos to you and brooke good especially with teenagers right (laughs) yeah exactly and uh being being a teenager myself at one time i i do remember that you know there was people in my lifetime that uh, I look forward to or looked up to that really helped me. And uh, I still think of them here as a 62 year old um, uh, man. That's uh, uh, a baby elder, Brooke. A baby elder, elder in training, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, you get that probably a lot too, where, um, you know, parents and people come up and go, you're making a, you're making a, uh, 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 a big dent in my uh, my kid's life. You know, you're making a difference, and that's what it's all about: is giving it away. In order to give it away, you can keep it and keep what you have, and remember all the people that helped you along the way, Brooke. And I know there's been many people, including your parents. That's right. Yeah, many people. You know, in our community here in East St. Paul. Um, that helped me along the way. And speaking of, you know, hoop medicine and the things we believe in as Native people, um, you know, that hoop is like, is the full medicine. It always comes, you know, what goes around is coming around. Um, We always come full circle. So all the things that were, you know, given to me by my community are things I'm going to give, you know, give to the next generation and pass on. And, um, you know, just know that it's always coming back. It's always coming back in some good way if you put out good things. And so I definitely believe in in good medicine as well, you know, as the hoop medicine. So miigwech, Mr. Pilot, for being on my, in my journey, you know, um, on my brother's journey as well. You know, you've been with my little brother, you know, his uh, homeroom, home act teacher, you know, during the pandemic. So um, it takes community. It takes a community to raise all of our kids. So. It really does, and that's and that's the sacred way. And then you guys uh, have have found a really good niche, uh, Brooke, to uh, to get with our with our kids. And I I went to uh, last year's, and what was really cool is the players were so respectful. They listened to the people talk, um, and that's I don't know if I can put it this way, but that's good coaching, really, to to listen to your elders and and. And remind them of the teachings of being polite and things like that, that not only that's hard to probably do in our society because there's so many uh, thing outside things out there. You know, I want to be cool. I want to be certain ways. And so that's one of the things when I went and visited your camp was one of the most uh, uh, noticeable things for me is the respect from the players. Yeah. That was a um, that was a good camp last year. Um, I think if you provide a positive environment, you know, all the negative things, especially in the gym world, you know, when you're playing sports and stuff. I do believe in youth sports, not just basketball, but for mm-hmm. all kids, when you provide a positive environment for them to come to that, like uh, they'll leave they'll leave the BS outside, you know, they'll leave it at the door. And if you s- set that expectation for them to you know, to be learning and having fun and having a good time and um, and being respectful, right? Like being respectful is an expectation that we still try to set of our kids and, um, and, and showing that as well of one another. So, well, they did and have, and it was, it was awesome. Dom, I'm going to try to get you back in here. Uh, uh, how, how are you sounding here? Give us a mic check, mic check. <laughs> oh, you sound, you sound great. Sound great. Hey, uh, so that must keep you going. Who are some of the people that you looked up uh, to uh, on your journey? Oh, man. Um, well, I, I was very fortunate to, to kind of grow up in um, kind of kind of this field that we're in, which is which is, you know, um, organizing and, and, you know, youth programming and um, just community work. Right. You know, just creating services. And um, um, I, I come from Los Angeles where. Like in the eighties and the nineties, you know, there was a big, um, you know, native, you know, native urban community in, in Los Angeles. And, um, my family was a part of the Indian center, you know, there and, and, um, just kind of grew up in knowing that it's always going to, like Brooke was saying, and even what hoop medicine really is, is the circle is the hoop and it's 
to, you know, everything's connected, you know, so I always kind of knew it was going to come back around, you know, where I was like, after my time of playing college, you know, I tried the whole go overseas thing. Um, and I just knew it was time to start giving back. And, and like you were saying earlier with the experience, you know, that's, man, that's like the best teaching, you know, it's the best teaching mm-hmm. and, and it's kind of coming back around now. And, and, uh, I, I've been very fortunate to see, you know, my, my, my mother and, kind of, again, just like my family and then um, kind of growing up in the Palo Alto circle a little bit too on, on the West Coast, um, especially in Southern California, seeing how they're organized, things like that. So seeing, you know, just, you know, just different directors, a um, couple of, uh, you know, um, just, you know, leaders that we know, Ernie Stevens Jr., you know, is a really good family friend, things like that. Just a couple leaders um, that I've always looked up to, but in my basketball journey, for sure, um, you know, had a lot of good training growing up, a lot of good coaches growing up. Um, and that's kind of what I see with basketball in our native communities is, is you know, because I didn't grow up on the rest. And I was very fortunate to grow up in Los Angeles. And I had a lot of really good opportunities. And my mother and my father really created a, a, a good opportunity for me to get trained by some good talent. Los Angeles is a hotbed for, you know, high school prep basketball Hey, let's uh, take a quick break. We're here with Brooke LaFlo and uh, and uh, Dominic Tiger Cortez. I love that name. We'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake. Back to school season is here. And while this is an exciting time for parents, kids, and educators, let's not forget how far we've come in our battle against COVID-19. We're in a better place, but COVID-19 is still here, and we need to continue to help protect our communities. With the flurry of new schedules and classrooms, let's not overlook the fundamentals of staying safe. Wash your hands regularly and watch for any symptoms like fever, chills, a cough, or shortness of breath. Should you or someone you know have COVID-19 symptoms, stay home and get tested. Find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. Let's have this back-to-school season be a time of renewed commitment to our collective health and brighter future for our Native communities. Again, find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Boujou, hello. My name is Wabin. I am an enrolled member of the White Earth Nation, descendant of the Navajo Nation, and co-chair of the Indigenous Employee Resource Group with the Minnesota Department of Transportation. MnDOT is hiring for a variety of positions from road maintenance to accounting and more. We offer great benefits. For more information or to set up a one-on-one resume and application assistance, visit mn.gov slash careers, or you can text or call 612-257-2388. The Park Tavern in St. Louis Park is your summer destination. The patio is amazing, perfect for you and your friends to grab dinner and drinks. Enjoy a game of cornhole while you indulge in the great food. The full Park Tavern menu is available outside. The Park Tavern also has live music on the patio every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and even some Mondays through the summer. Reservations are highly recommended. And if the weather does turn, the bowling lanes at the Park Tavern are always open and are spectacular. On Louisiana Avenue, north of Highway 7 in St. Louis Park, the perfect summer is waiting for you at the Park Tavern. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Howl! <laughs> All right. Brooke, uh, that was good. You howled and laughed. And I, I don't remember wolves laughing, but that was a good one. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's cool. We'll have to Dom. Now you're ready for next time when you're on the on the show. You'll have to haul in this last segment. Hey, we're here with uh, Brooke Laflo and uh, and Dominic Tiger Cortez, and uh, he's founder of Hoop Medicine. And uh, Brooke, before I get too deep in the woods here, asking questions and acting kind of smart, even though you know I have. I have my issues with that, but uh, let's talk about the tournament coming up again in the clinic. Yeah, Um, the clinic is on October 7th, starting at 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Dom will be one of the coaches featured. 
Um, and then the whole weekend is Indigenous Peoples Weekend. And we're having a basketball expo at Harding High School in East St. Paul. Um, it starts with that clinic. There's a high school three-on-three, three, a family five-on-five. Five, and then we're doing a special thing this year. We're doing the Midwest Best MMIW Awareness Game. And wow. there will be a lot of um, certified ballers coming in for that as well, too. So wow. it's That's... free, open to the public. Come on through. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's exciting, and I, I can't wait until then. Maybe next year you have a, 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 a category for me, like airball or air airball artist or rock thrower, or however there that goes. Go. But yeah, <laughs> hey Dama, uh, welcome back on. Uh, it's exciting working for young ones, and when it when it clicks, um, and people grow up in. And a lot of times we talk about, you know, we talked with Brooke earlier. It's about community, man. It's about community. I, th- I think that's that's one of the the most beautiful, to be honest, the most beautiful thing, you know, out of out of um, out of what I what I do in my work is 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 to visit the community, right, and and, and to to see the communities and to see it from um, the kids' point of view maybe, you know, to see it from a different point of view, but from a real point of view. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, with, with Hoop Medicine, you know, being able to document, I, I try to film everything, you know, when it comes to my trainings, but then when it comes to my travels too, you know, and just getting that, that, that real, you know, uh, view that real, all the real information out there that could help. Um, I think it's beautiful because, you know, at, at the same time, I think that's what social media nowadays has been able to show is how beautiful our communities are. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it's opened up a platform for, um, you know, podcast. Um, a lot of the, the native film that's going on right now, just the, there's a big wave of and it's because of the access. Right. Like we're, we're allowing people in now. And, and I think that's OK. Um, mm-hmm. We're in control. And I think we have to always be in control. And we're always seeking of that. Right. Sovereignty, true sovereignty and everything we do. Um, seeing that then we see a lot more of like, oh, there's you know, native entrepreneurs, you know, native lawyers, native teachers, native nurses, things like that. Like, it's like, no, we're here, you know, and, and, and and it shows our community. It definitely does. Yeah. That's a, that's really important. And we talk a lot about that here in native roots radio. Uh, and that also you can't clump us into one tribe, you know, I'm Ho-Chunk and we're the people of the sacred voice. And I always like to remind people that. Oh, just kidding. But, uh, you know, and we all, there's not a pan Indian. We're not the Hollywood Indian from when I grew up with uh, John Wayne. We are uh, different and some of us uh, hunt, some of us farm, some of us, you know, fish. And, uh, uh, but we do, we're very similar too in a lot of ways too. I I mean, I I agree. I agree a hundred percent. I think, I think that's what's been beautiful for us. Like, you know, it's kind of like, again, talk about the circle, like when mm-hmm. you're in it, you know, you know, right. Like we know these things and, and you could be across the room. You kind of spot a native, you could feel it. Right. Like, you yeah. know, like, Oh, and it's, it's, it is that. And, and it's really cool because it's kind of sense. Our, our senses are heightened now. I think um, everything's coming back to in our ways, you know, in a lot of different fields, we could talk about that a lot of ways of, of how we, have always known certain things, right? Like, and have always mm-hmm. understood how the world works, how even societies, you know, could could function and form and things like that um, and, and what we need to do, especially environmentally. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's there. We're, we're very diverse, too. And I think what we're seeing is, is, is the worldview, right? Yeah. Like this is, this is a world issue, what we go through, our, our, our fights, our activism, um, it's all throughout the world, you know, it's yeah. indigenous people all throughout the world. Um, and, and it's important what we're doing. I, I think we can't forget that. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, we, we all have battles and we fight in a different way, right? Like we're fighting to exist. Our existence is resistance is our, right. you know, kind of weapon in that sense, right? Our knowledge, what we know, you know, even with Brooke, I think, what we, we kind of always connected with, with the basketball stuff, like her journey, like she walked on, like, well, I made it to NCAA. Like I, that journey in itself needs to be told and needs to be right. celebrated. 
um, talk about, everyone talks about giving, you know, flowers. Like we got to start giving our flowers to our own. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's hard for us to do that as native people for some reason, right? Like, you know, expressing that, you know, expressing that. So that's what I try to work with the kids is to be understanding of your emotions. Um, Yeah. These last, I would say literally like these three years with COVID, Mm. man, I seen a change, you know, it's a big change, a big change with the youth and just how they go about things and what, what motivates them, what inspires them. So, um, but that's our work, right? Like that's what the ones that are doing it now, that's our work. I think we got to stay in the know of that. So, you know, yeah, it's all community, you know, but it's beautiful to have that different perspectives and take time to look at it. You know, we got to look at it and really appreciate that so yeah no definitely i'm, I'm all man you know and there's so many there, there's so many more there's so many you know there's more there, there's more than we even know and and this you know it's just it's just amazing so yeah yeah Sorry, I, I, I feel i feel like dom and uh brooke i don't know if you guys are old enough to remember this but i think a lot of this started during standing rock and the the eighth fires that went everywhere that's when this show started we started seeing Rutherford Falls, Reservation Dogs, uh, the movies. It was a, a, a like we hadn't seen this since the '90s when we had Dancing with Kevin Costner and uh, and uh, speaking for all us natives. And now we have our own voice, and you know we've had uh, Smoke Signals, that great movie that's still still I can watch and laugh. And but we're we're telling our own story, and that's what you two are doing is telling our story. And uh, that is really important because your story is different than mine, but it's also the same as mine. And that's when you talk about the hoop. Uh, that's really important for all of us to remember. And I know uh, one of the big things for, for students and uh, uh, players is to have an ear and listen. Our youth and when I was a youth, we felt like nobody was listening to us. And I think this is a great opportunity to build those bridges with our youth. And I was yeah. uh, throwing that to you, Brooke. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, I was just totally agreeing with you there. And, um, you know, this whole Indigenous Peoples Weekend I mentioned last time is youth-led. You know, our boys basketball team put the blueprint together for it. So, um, you know, I hope that they feel heard and that, you know, they get to decide what youth what youth activities are, you know, that, you know, adults shouldn't always be in control of that. Um and I hope they feel heard and that they get to host this. You know, it's not just about adults are, you know, bringing in the best ballers. It's uh, our kids hosting something for their peers um, to experience Indigenous Peoples Weekend and to, again, to be seen, to be um, seen and heard by their peers as well. Hey, let everyone know. Uh, do you have a Facebook website real quick? We're ending in the show here. Let's give one more quick shout out. Go ahead, for- Dom. I'll let you say for Hoop Medicine. Yeah, yeah, really quick. Uh, Who Medicine, uh, you know, Instagram, Facebook, uh, whomedicine.com. But thank you so much. Appreciate it. And yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll see you guys in, in, in Minneapolis, in St. Paul. Right on. Yeah, two more weekends. We're still here. We are the seventh generation. Free Leonard Peltier. Now. Now. now.